0: I just want to thank you straight from the outset for joining me today, and um, we're actually recording this on the 1st of January, the first day in 2019, so I just wanted to take the opportunity as well to wish you all a great Happy New Year, um, hope you're all sort of fired up, ready for a, a fresh new year, you've got your goals set, you're ready to get out there, um, and in particular if you're listening to this podcast and you're looking to make that move then that's what we're here to help with. So, um, really excited, excited, and buzzing really for this year to um, sort of push the podcast even further, to give even more great content for all you listeners out there, and to really answer all your questions. So you know, keep them coming, keep all your support, your comments, your feedback coming in, uh, because we couldn't do it without you. So this this is all about sort of giving you that that single source of information. And um, yeah, what a great year 2018 has been. You know, we started the podcast um, early on last year. We've done over 40 episodes and um, yeah, we're really excited for what we've got to come in 2019. So without further ado, let's get into today's episode, which is quite apt if you're going out and you're looking for your property, um, your perfect property now in 2019, you've kind of set your sights on where you want to be and what you want to do and you want to get out there searching. And in this episode, we're going to give you 10 tips to buy in your perfect property. So 10 top tips that will help you um, during your search. Now, obviously, when it comes to buying a home, you know, it it probably is the most expensive purchase you're ever going to make, um, but also in some cases, the most difficult and stressful. Um, So it's definitely not, you know, something to rush or go into half-heartedly, and therefore to help you along the way, we've we put together these top 10 tips to help you find that perfect home. So number one then is work out where you want to buy. Now, obviously location is key. You can change the aesthetics of a property, but you can't change its area. So head to some of the areas you're considering, have a wander around, take special note of things like local schools, transport, links and amenities, you know, anything that is particularly relevant to you as well. So if it's a commute to work or it's, um, you know, how far you're away from a particular school, you know, are you in the catchment area, all those sort of things, Um, you know, take them into account, have a walk around the area, And this will help you to narrow down also which part of that neighbourhood you might want to move to and even in particular which streets you may want to focus on buying in. So that's number one, work out where you want to buy. Number two then is do your research. Before you rush into anything obviously do your research but speak to local estate agents or at least have a look online at properties on the market. You can on Rightmove, Zoopla, all the portals. You can typically um, see what properties have sold in the area, so you get a real good feel for um, you know current prices and what is what is selling, um, how long they're being on the market as well. So so you know sort of how long um, you may have in your search before you're going to have to move quite quickly. So find out what's on the market, how fast the stock is moving, and what the current sold prices sit at. Also, at this stage in your research, work out how much you can afford. So taking into account monthly repayments next to additional costs such as transport and household bills, you know, factor all these in now, work out your budget so you know exactly what you can afford to to sort of buy and live in with all its costs associated with it, and more importantly, the mortgage element of it. So read up and gain an understanding about the mortgages that are available for you and work out how much that mortgage will roughly be so you can get out there and hunt for that specific price. Number three then, get in quick. So sign up to property portals and with local estate agents in that area that you've chosen for things like email alerts and mailing lists. So make sure if you put all your parameters in there, um, the portals are really good at this as well, that you can really drill down as to what it is you're searching for. And then what will happen is as soon as that property that matches most of that criteria pops onto the market, you get it in your inbox. Um, Same with local estate agents, register your details, tell them all your criteria, and again they will keep you updated. If you're really, really keen to move and you are looking to move very quick, you know, I would definitely say follow up with local estate agents as well. Just keep keep at the forefront of their mind in terms of a keen buyer, keep asking them if they've had anything come onto the market or that may be coming onto the market because that might jog their memory that they've recently been out to value something that may be coming up. So, um, you know, keep, keep in touch with people, and get yourself registered with all the portals and your local agents. Number four then is make a pros and cons list. And this is before you view any properties, make yourself a pro and con list of issues which are most important to you in your property choice. This way, after your viewing, your decision will be based on logic and practicalities over emotions and feelings towards the property you just saw. So, make sure you've got the, that list there. Obviously, you know, you might find you view a property, you get emotionally, you know, you think, oh, it's amazing. It looks exactly what I want. It's got an amazing front garden. You know, we don't have to do a lot of work. But when you actually look at it, you know, it has a lot of cons that are the things that you didn't actually want to do and, you know, you didn't look for in a property. So, by having that list, putting it against those things, it allows you to take a step back after the viewing and really actually evaluate and maybe take a bit of time to let that settle. So number five then is consider all the options. So there are several different home buying options open to you. So why not check out things like government schemes, such as help to buy, uh, particularly if you're a first-time buyer, or even property auctions. You know, you may just find yourself a more affordable new home through buying at auction, so again, just just sort of do your research, look at all the different options out there, because you may find that just um, going out onto the open market, speaking to estate agents, there are other options that are open to you. You know, with, particularly with the help to buy as well. You know, it opens up new build properties, maybe doing a deal with a developer on a next phase that's coming up. So, so sort of look at all the options available. Number six then, be prepared and ready at the viewing. So check out our previous episodes on things to look out for and make sure you ask the the relevant questions on a viewing. We've done, I think, two episodes now on the things that you should look for on a viewing and the questions you should be asking. Um, They're really in-depth. They give you a full list of all the questions that are on the show notes. So have a look back through the previous episodes and pick out those ones. Because they will definitely help you in the things that you need to consider and the things that you should be asking. There's obviously a lot of questions to consider. Um, you know, even down to things such as how many years are left on the lease, if it's a leasehold, the age of appliances, what comes with the property and what doesn't. So definitely go back to those episodes. You know, you can download all the questions and everything off the the show notes and go into the viewings fully prepared and ready that you know what you're looking for and what you're gonna ask. Number seven then is take photographs. You know, you can. it's very easy on viewings to be caught up in the rush of the moment. Um, you'll quite often forget to look at many little details. So to take photos of rooms, you know, to look back on when you get home and, and when you inevitably remember all the questions you forgot to ask, you can check the photos for reference. So it's a great tool to have. Don't always just rely on the marketing photographs that the agent might have put out onto the portals or on the website, you know, because they'll just be fairly generic photographs of a, of, a, of a room. Whereas, you know, take as many as you can on the viewing of all the specifics, you know, whether it's the appliances, whether it's the storage that, that's available, you know, so you can look back on those and really evaluate it. Number eight then once you 've found the property, check out the area in more detail so where you 've done the preliminary looking at the area, does it meet your basic criteria of what you 're looking for now once you 've found the property that you think is the one, check out the area in more detail and this will involve things like you know visiting later in the evening, you know seeing how the area is, maybe during peak times, you know if you 're on a main road what 's it like at rush hour? You know, do you feel safe in that area at certain times of day? And also whether the amenities nearby are right for what you need. So is there a local shop within walking distance if that's really important to you? You know, how how far is the, the walking commute to the school? You know, actually test it. So once you've found the property, definitely go back to the area. Do all that detail first and then you'll know <clears throat> the property is the right one for you. Number nine, then once you know that, it's time to negotiate with the seller. So check out nearby selling prices of properties. So you can do this on Rightmove, Zoopla. You can go into most of the portals and find out what um, previous properties in the street sold for, what comparable properties nearby are selling for at the moment. And then consider whether there's any work that will be needed to be done to the property as well, because you can factor that into your negotiation. Um, This will all help to work out what price it's worth to you and whether you've got room to negotiate the price with the seller before you put in an offer. Number 10 then, no red flags, you're good to go. Final things to consider then are all your questions, have they been answered? Has communication with the seller been easy and efficient because that might give you a steer as to how the transaction is gonna go? You know, Really bear in mind that at this stage, once you've made the offer, 34% 34% of of deals that are agreed don't actually make it through to exchange. And that's quite a large alarming number. It's 34, 35% of deals don't make it through the whole legal conveyancing process. So really factor in at this stage, how has the communication been? Has it been quick and easy and efficient and, and moving very swiftly? You know, what's the relationship like with... The estate agent with your solicitor, things like that, um, because that those are all good signs that things will move quite swiftly, and that's what you want. At the end of the day, you don't want to be in that 34-35%. Is the area ticking all the boxes? So long as there's no niggles in your mind, you're good to go. So work out the highest price you're willing to pay and then put in your first offer. So if your offer doesn't get accepted, don't panic, you know, and don't go above your budget. That's the key thing. So whatever you set at the beginning that was all based on your costs of living, your mortgage payments, it's key that you don't go over that budget. But, you know, start low, work your way up to what you've, you've set yourself as your highest offer. And, you know, don't don't forget there are plenty more fish in the sea as well. So if, the, if it doesn't work out on that one, you don't get the offer accepted. You know, don't be afraid to walk away. You never know. They may come back to you. But in the meantime, there are plenty more properties out there that you can go and view and look at to find the next one. So that concludes the 10 tips. So hopefully they will help you on your new search now in the new year to get out there and start looking for your perfect home. Um, Obviously, all these will be in the show notes as well. So go to our website, asktheestateagent.co.uk. You'll be able to see all the show notes and all these points on there. So you can literally... Um, download them and take them with you on your viewings and, and on your due diligence and your research. So good luck with your hunt. Thanks again for joining us for this first episode of 2019. We really do wish you the very best for this year in whatever you're pursuing in the property sector now and the property market, you know, with you're buying, selling, renting, investing, whatever it is, you know, make this the year that you achieve those goals that you want um, and reach out to us, tell us what things you need, what information, um, things that are confusing you and we'll do our best to help you and assist you along the way. So thanks again for listening. And that concludes today's episode. Don't forget to reach out to us on social media. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and obviously our website, astestateagent.co.uk. And until next time, it's goodbye for now. We look forward to answering your property questions and helping you with your next move. Thank you for listening to the Ask the Estate Agent podcast.